Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee, and welcome back to my Built to Thrive podcast. And to start this episode, I wanted to share a quote that I really love from a brilliant book called The Hungry Brain by the obesity researcher and the neuroscientist Stefan Guionet. It says, our distant ancestors had a word for exercise, life. I think that's really worth reflecting on. We are designed to move. Movement is life. You know, I think the way we think about exercise, that we have to go to a special class with a fancy name or wear particular kinds of clothes or particular kinds of shoes so that we've done our proper exercise for our health, I actually think it's quite a troublesome concept. There's a huge industry that's developed around exercise and fundamentally what we're talking about is movement. Movement is life. It's that simple. And I really believe we're making exercise too hard and we're overcomplicating it. I want you to feel good about yourself and I want you to have really good amounts of self-esteem. So exercise needs to be a natural and a joyful activity that all bodies want to do. But most of all, it has to fit into the daily rhythm of your life. This is a common theme that you'll hear from me in every single week of the Built to Thrive podcast. You are unique and so is your lifestyle. So I can give advice. You can read advice in books and on social media, but ultimately we have to find, and really you have to find, the advice that's going to work best for you in the context of your lifestyle. I think all too often we try and follow blindly the advice that some expert or some influencer gives us without thinking, actually, is this the best advice for me? So today, I want to help you reframe the way you look at exercise. You really don't need special clothes, expensive classes, or to buy products, of course, unless you want to. There's nothing wrong with doing it. But for many of us, it simply puts us off doing what we need to do in order for us to thrive. You see, our ancestors, they didn't lift heavy objects scheduled every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. No, they lifted and moved when they had to. And that would often be on a daily basis. And my preferred option for most people is to do small doses of movement every single day. Now, just to be clear, if you like going to the gym twice a week, or you have one of your favorite yoga or Pilates classes that you go to in person once or twice a week, there's something wrong with that. I'm absolutely not asking you to stop that. But even if you do, it's still worth doing a few minutes at home by yourself every single day. Think of it a bit like toothbrushing. Well, you don't toothbrush three times a week or you don't do a one hour deep cleaning tooth session on a Sunday, do you? No, you do two minutes in the morning, two minutes in the evening. So four minutes a day, seven days a week. You know, small amounts done consistently is gonna help you keep your teeth healthy for life. It doesn't have to be any different when we think about movement and in particular strength, which is of course the topic of this week's podcast. So I want you to really think about how can you do a small amount of strength exercise every single day. Of course, you will start to see your muscles toning, which is gonna help you feel more motivated, but that really isn't the end goal. It's about changing your energy levels, your focus, your memory, your sleep quality, the way you interact with the people around you, all of these things will be changed and will be changed very quickly once you start strength training every single day. Now, I get it. Some of you might be listening and think, you know what, I've tried this in the past. I've tried gym regimes. I've tried 20, 30-minute workouts. They don't work for me. I do them for a few days, then I find it too hard to fit in. But that's not what I'm asking you to do. I am talking about minutes a day. 
I've got so many patients in my surgery who've thought exactly the same, that they don't have time, that it doesn't count unless it's a 15, 20 minute workout, but it really, really does. Small doses of regular movements can become an ordinary, non-stressful part of your daily routine. And of course, I've given you lots of ideas so far this week. Is it going to be first thing in the morning whilst your tea or coffee is brewing? Is it going to be that you leave a weight that you've got lying around in your kitchen and every time you go in the kitchen or every time you boil the kettle, you're going to lift it five or ten times? It doesn't matter to me which one of these things you do, but the important thing is that you do one of them, right? And some people also think, well, is five minutes really going to be enough? And I think the way we look at habits is really, really interesting. Let's flip it for a moment. Let's think about a negative habit or a habit that many people are trying to stop doing. Then what if I told you to spend five minutes every day drinking sugary fizzy drinks? Just imagine that, not just a few sips, five continuous minutes of drinking. I think within one or two days, you'd start to feel it. Your teeth would start to hurt. You'd start to feel a little bit tired. You might start to have some mood swings. You would understand that five minutes a day is enough to start having an impact. But we don't think about good health in the same way, even though it works in exactly the same way. We think when it comes to a health habit that we want to bring in, it's got to be hard. It's got to take an hour. We've got to buy some fancy equipment, but we really don't. I promise you that just a few minutes, five minutes of strength training every single day is enough to start noticing a difference. And one thing I love about five minutes is that it's short enough where even the busiest person feels that they can fit it into their life, but it's long enough where you can really feel a big difference. As I say, this is how I keep myself in shape. I do a five-minute strength workout every single day whilst my coffee is brewing. That's not because I have more motivation than you. It's because I understand the science of behavior change and I apply it. I make it easy and I stick it onto an existing habit. If we get back to my five-minute kitchen workout, of course, I have said it's very hard to go through exercises in technical detail on an audio podcast. As I mentioned yesterday, there is a video of my five-minute kitchen workouts on YouTube. We'll also put a link in the show notes in the Amazon Music app. But one of the other functional exercises within it are squats. Again, you don't need any equipment for squats. Most people can do squats and they can modify them according to their ability level. Sometimes you can do it just standing free. For other people who struggle, you can hold on to a chair or you can hold on to a kitchen worktop. And I've got patients of mine, whether they're teenagers all the way up to 90-year-olds who are doing squats. But squats are something that I think many of us can do every day. You know, I sometimes do squats in the kitchen whilst dinner's cooking with my kids. You know, there's something like kale is steaming and the kids are kicking around. We'll all do squats together. They're getting inspired by me. I'm getting inspired by them. And then together, we're also bonding. Right, so this works for me. It may not work for you. You've got to find what works for you and your lifestyle. So please do give some form of strength training a go. Let me know on social media what you're going for, what changes you are finding in your own life. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the final episode of the week, all about strength on the Built to Thrive podcast. Mm -hmm.